0: Tonight, I want to talk about the glass pipe, and smoking meth, and how my best friend and I traveled the same road, smoking dope and partying, and not thinking much about our futures, and how the choices we made affected us then, and are still affecting us now. It must have started around the early or mid-90s. I'm not quite sure. But at that time, the pipe was new
1: to me and my friend. It was exciting at the time, you know what I mean? It was, it was something different. and it was, I don't know, it was just something new, and we were having a good time doing it. It was fun. There's a lot of girls around. There was a lot of things I haven't never seen before, like I wasn't used to. Was just smoking weed and stuff like that. I mean, it was just a whole different type of life, and it was fun at first. Real fun. It was much fun
0: at first. We were staying up late all night. We felt invincible,
1: but there was a dark side. Well, I've been going to jail a lot because of it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a criminal, but uh, just being, just just using dope, you know what I mean? Making that choice to use dope or have it on me or whatever like that has put me in jail a lot. Um, I've lost places to live because of dope. I've lost girlfriends. Fighting relationships all the time Fighting, you can't trust nobody it Makes it all bad After a while, man, it's just like You need it to just feel normal Then you're getting high It wasn't fun like it was at first anymore It's just its just kind of like You need it for like a subsistence You know what I'm saying? At first it was just curious now, now it's subsistence Because you just need it to just like Feel normal when you get up in the morning If you don't, you feel all dizzy And feel weird and say like that And you can't uh, Feel like you can't cope It's all bad, man It's all bad
0: Like my friend says, the fun surely did fade. The trips in and out of the county jail were more frequent. The pipe wasn't just something we wanted anymore. It was something we needed. In time, the need was so great, we were just starting to blow up everything for the pipe. It was ruining us.
1: I'd go to sleep at 4 in the morning and just wake up at 5 and I'd wake up at 7.30 so I'd lose a job that screwed me I'd put off bills bills for my water bills for my rent get my rent late all the time even though I had the money plenty times in my hand I never, you know, I was late for, on all my bills. All my bills, have, they have to be, like, either shut off or someone has to, uh, you know, I either have to go down and pay them to get it turned back on or something like that. I, I never pay nothing, like, in the mail on time. It's, you know what I'm saying? Always, even if I got the money, I just don't want to, you know, run out of money, spend it all on this bill, and then not having enough for my sack. You know what I'm saying? And, and selling, selling it, I've, I've sold it. I haven't done anything criminal, I, I can say that, because I was raised good. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't done anything, like, you know like, rob people or rip off stuff from people, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, and I, I do it. I, I work hard for my, for my money, and I spend it on dope. But I've always done it like that, but, but still, man, it makes it tough to it makes it tough to keep a job, and then, you know what I'm saying, because you're, you're there. You're late. You're always, you know, in a rush. There's always there's always a problem. There's always some sort of drama going on. You know what I'm saying? Your boss doesn't want to hear it. It's like you're working so hard, and it's really so easy, you know what I'm saying? You just, I do three times as much work to get what you, where you need to go. It's like running backwards or something. I don't know. It's, Being late with bills was a constant for me as well. And the illusion
0: was I was just struggling to get by. But the reality was all my money was going to the pipe. And like my friend says, robbing and stealing wasn't really our thing. But dealing and putting ourselves in places we should never be just to get a fix wasn't past us. Guns and violence
1: were just a step away. Yeah, man, you just want to, you know, you want to get a sack or you want to get high or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes you just go by somebody's house and, you know, you're not knowing where you're going. You're just with somebody and, oh, we can go get high over here. Next thing you know, you're in with a bunch of gang members or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or prison gang guys, you know what I'm saying? Or prison guys, just bad people, man, that, that maybe aren't the same as you and me, you know, where we worked or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And we were kind of honest, you know what I'm saying? But we just wanted to get high and we were addicts, you know what I'm saying? They were like all about crank and money and, and it's scary sometimes it was scary man you put yourself in other elements and sometimes you have to like you know try to act a certain way or be a little different than you really are you know what i'm saying just to, you know what i'm saying to feel comfortable being there you know what i'm saying it's it's not cool man i mean if i had a kid right now I, i'd never let one of him to ever try it you know what I mean?
0: using meth together, smoking the pipe, our trails parted. Him moving to Martinez in Washington and me staying in Antioch. And although we were apart, we both continued on the same destructive course, smoking dope, dealing dope, and going to jail. And at the same time, we were also dealing with another side effect of the pipe, the isolation from our families.
1: Thing is, is I don't talk to my family <laughs> when I'm on the pipe I don't talk to my family at all I haven't seen my dad and he's in Washington State I haven't seen my dad since I came back down to California in 2001 I haven't seen him I haven't even seen my dad you know what I'm saying and, and <laughs> he's getting older and I should I haven't I, I didn't talk to my mom for my birthday this year or for Christmas last year I haven't talked to my mom for like almost a year probably my mom and dad I haven't even talked to him because I was clean for a year and a half and I was talking to him every day. I was calling my mom every day, just calling her about stupid stuff like recipes and stuff like that to make some food or something like that. You know what I mean? Now I don't even talk to my mom because because I'm on that dope and I don't I don't want to associate with my family because it's a big secret. But they all know when they look you you know when you look them in the eye, they can look right at you and tell that you're gonna on the pipe. Still, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's no big secret. I just don't talk to them, so the secret's out. You know what I mean? They know what's up. They pray for me and stuff like that, and they love me. and They want me to do good. and They want me to be off that pipe. You know more than ever, but uh, I just don't talk to them, so I can't help it, man. I just, Right now, times are tough, work's hard to get right now, and if I can get a sack right now and, and pawn off a little bit, it feels like I'm doing something, you know what I'm saying, and make a little money here or whatever, or enough to support my habit, why not? I mean, i I got 20 years in the union, and I, I don't got a job right now, it's ridiculous, you know what I mean? But uh, I can make excuses all day long. I know I should be on it, and my life would be better probably if I was off it, you know what I'm saying?
0: The loss of years not spent with our closest family members can never be brought back. I, too, feel that pain. Personally, one thing I regret the most is the time I missed with the kid who would later become my stepson because I had myself locked in the bedroom or in the garage smoking dope. Those days can't be brought back. Like tens of thousands of other people in the world,
1: the pipe has held us back. It has definitely put the brakes on my life as far as any, any type of success success I wanted, you know what I mean? I mean, there's people my age, if I went to my 20s re- reunion right now, you know what I mean? There's people that own businesses and, and have houses and properties and are doing really well. And, and uh, since, since I started hitting the vibe, just put, my, it's put my, anything I, I had going as far as big plans for a career or anything like that, I'm way on hold. I mean, I'm ridiculous right now. You know what I mean? I'm 40 years old and uh, got no money in the bank. Don't know nothing. Living in a motor home in my friend's backyard. (sighs) Ridiculous. The thing is, the pipe
0: had put the brakes on our lives. We were really stuck at the same place we were 10 years ago, or even back a few steps. But here's where our stories change. Because in 2005, with the help of my family, I was able to beat the pipe. And it definitely wasn't easy. It meant not associating with anyone who used meth. Which meant I suddenly had no friends. And getting up and going to work without my normal motivation was a great struggle. But I made it. But I also ain't seen my best friend in quite some time. Until we met up again so we could tell our stories. I have to say, it did hurt me deeply to see my best friend still in the same situation we were four years ago. I had to ask what it might take him to give up the pipe.
1: I have no idea. I don't know, man. Should have quit it a long time ago, man. Should have quit it when you quit it. We should have quit it before together a long time ago. I thought you quitting it was going to make me quit it. It just made me not talk to you. <laughs> Miss out on a lot of those good years, you know what I mean? We were really tight and, uh, and I really don't know what's, what's gonna take to make me quit. You know, there's no more place to go but up now from where I'm at right now. So, I quit before because I had an ankle monitor on. And I quit cold turkey. I couldn't believe I did that, but I did. I don't know, maybe take an ankle monitor again to, to get me started. And I think I'm I'm on the road to get an ankle monitor here pretty quick. So, when I get, when I get off the ankle monitor, stay away from it, and uh, that's probably gonna be what I have to do. Either that or go to jail. with that threat? Not do it. And then when I get out, prepare myself for, when I get off that, prepare myself for a place where I'm not going to be around it. And I can just keep on trucking on that good foot, you know what
0: I mean? Keep on trucking on the good foot. Like my friend says, staying away from people who do it is key. But it always seems hard to stay away. You have to constantly tell people who come by that you've quit and to not come by anymore. You'll be fighting the battle constantly to rise up. But it is a battle we all can win. My first few days off the pipe, I went to N.A. meetings, Narcotics Anonymous. There I heard people with similar stories to mine tell me what helped get them through rough times. And that helped me get through some of my rough times. You know, with all my heart, I pray for you, my friends, to make it. For all of you
1: to make it. Before I left my friend, I got some last words. If anybody's out there listening, man, don't try it. Meth is it's no good, man. It's, it'll suck you in at first and you'll you'll find it fun and exciting and stuff like that, but it ain't that exciting. I'll tell you what, having a family and having a place to live and, and your bills paid and stuff like that, and, and that, you know I mean? Being able to go on a vacation and you want to do what you want to do because you got that money and, and no stress It's way better than what we've been talking about. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that fun, and it's overrated, and it's just all bad. It's bad. It's all bad. Just don't do it. Leave it alone. Especially don't pick up the pipe. The pipe has its own little mystique and aura about it, man. It'll suck you in and makes half the fun just handling the pipe, you know what I'm saying, and blowing a pipe, and, and whatever, man. Just, just stay away from it. It's the devil, man, for real. Don't do it. Leave it alone. Smoke weed.
0: Now that you've heard our stories, and I know they might be dark or bleak, but remember, there is light out there. I beat this thing, and I know you can. And you can. And you can. I'll leave you with these words, which I heard late night, one night when I was out in the garage, tweaking, locked in. I heard a man say, even if you're doing What you don't want to be doing right now, keep it in your mind that you want to quit. And think about that every time. Also, tell your family, get them involved. You'll have to seek out help because the people you're surrounded by won't tell you to quit. You have to say it yourself, then do it. And to my friend, I miss you so much. I hope to see you again soon so we can hang out like we used to. Until then, here's some voices from some people in recovery telling us what it means to them to be clean.
1: being clean means to me is, you know, it, it, it's got me a life back with my family. You know, it's got people to where they would trust me. You know, it's just given me a better outlook on life. And, you know, I'm not out to just hurt people anymore. You know, I'm, I, I've am i got, feel. you know, it's gave me actually feelings back, you know. Just, it's given me a better life altogether, all the way around, you know, even though things happen still and you have bad days it's just things are better recovery rocks i mean it's it's uh it is my worst day clean is much better than my best day using it's changed my life and i am so thankful that i have been relieved of the desire to use you know everything
0: about my life is totally different than it was before all my decision making everything I mean, it meant a lot. It it means everything in the world to me, bro. Look, I got my family. I got my little seven-year-old little girl.
1: Anything I ever wanted came to me just by not using and working the steps. Um, It meant to get my life back. You know what I mean? I went from living on the streets to having a house, being married, and lots of blessings, lots of miracles, real friends, an actual... You know what I mean? I do things that I never thought I would do before. Just little things that seem stupid, you know what I mean, but they're not. Um, I'm getting my kids back. That's a big blessing, so.
0: To be clean, it gave me a purpose in life. No matter what you did or who you are, God loves you. You could be the worst scandalous, dope fiend-shooting, murderous thing on this earth, and God still loves you. So with that, he gave me purpose. And with that purpose, I stay clean.
1: Uh, it means having my family. I have five girls from 20 to, down to um, one. And um, my 13-year-old actually left because me and my husband were doing drugs. And now um, she's ready to come back. And everything is just beautiful. But before, we didn't have our pg on. We were getting kicked out of our house. It was miserable. Being clean is just being
0: willing to change your life and do one thing and one. Take it one day at a time. You know what I mean? If you... Really want to change your life? You stay clean. A lot of things will come for you. For full circle, this is free will and Franklin. Thank you, Free Will and Franklin. That was a very personal and powerful interview you did right there. What, since I got you in the studio right here, what, what made you want to produce that piece? Uh, welcome, Joseph. Welcome, everybody. Well, Really, it was um, inside me, and I wanted to share my experience with people that might be struggling still with using dope and also being part of the apprenticeship program. We know, as you know, that part of your duty as an apprentice is to serve the community you came from. And so... I tried to disseminate that out to the airwaves and maybe some of my friends who are still, unfortunately, using drugs, the hard drugs. And maybe they would hear it and be inspired to quit or just know that they're not even alone. You know that, like I said in the story, people don't tell you to quit drugs when you're on them. You're usually surrounded by people that are using, surrounded by people that want to keep that lifestyle going. So really, you got to seek out help. And I just wanted people to be inspired to maybe like seek out the help, tell their family that they're using because a lot of times they hide it from their family and stuff. So seek out help inspire people to seek out help tell people that they're using and actually ask for help and make the effort to you know specifically get off the glass pipe off meth or injecting meth or whatever it is because meth was the drug that really brought me down uh, well i've never i've never done meth but like i've everybody in my family I used to be in rooms with my family members who used to do it and they used to just like just smoke and smoke and smoke so I like it's a real dark place and I, I could hear that in your piece like how does it feel listening to that piece after so long? It brings back a lot of emotions you know I get my tears water up my eyes um
1: yeah no um it, it's, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: No, no. It, it was. It's a powerful piece. It's a very personal. Is, my friend's your best friend, right? Yeah, he's still out there using drugs. You know. Wow. It's just hard to hear that. Yeah. I, um. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hard to control my emotions, so I'm trying to laugh and just fade away. But it really hurts because I know he's still using, and like the story said, I don't ever see him no more mm-hmm. We hung out for many, many years, and then just to lose one of your best friends that way, it just really hurts. Yeah, I hear you. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that piece. Thanks for putting it on, Joseph. Well- I know.